So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hello my name is ben hartley and you are listening to the six figure photography podcast each week I got a new episode that's going to air for you. It's going to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing your profits, and breaking through limiting beliefs. Today, chatting with my guest host, chatting with Rachel Griman once again. It's been so good having Rachel here. Rachel, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Ben? I'm doing fantastic. Rachel's over at uh, Green Chair Stories, helping photographers write compelling copy on their website. Did I do that justice, Rachel? Yeah, that's great. I love that tagline. Put it on my website. (laughs) I am available for hire if you need to outsource (laughs) any of your copywriting needs. (laughs) My friends, welcome to the show. Rachel and I are hanging out. It was fun. I was, uh, you know, we're, we're getting close to the Christmas season and I usually jump the gun just a wee bit. This is actually the latest in the year that I've put up Christmas lights, but I was just up there merrily on my roof Catching Christmas lights, and I get a little ding on my phone. I'm like, who's texting me? And it's Rachel. She's like, Ben, are we going to record this podcast episode or what? So I sent her a quick screen cap or a picture of me like up on my roof. And, uh, and so here we are. Well, we did it. We made it happen. Yeah. And you're, and then I hop on and you're in your closet. Yes. We, we are a mess today. <laughs> we are an absolute mess. I'm going to get a very fancy background to cover all of this up. This is my wedding dress from 2011. <laughs> oh my goodness. 2011 is so good. Yeah. There's my, a lot of burlap at my wedding. I'm pretty sure when we moved, my wife, I think she sold hers. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, that's we, not a good omen, Ben. Is it not? Oh, I don't know. It's just a, yeah. I think she sold it. 90, 90% sure. I'll double check. Well, listen, everyone, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking all about shooting all over your business. Is that, is that f- do you want to spell that, Ben? <laughs> shooting. S-H-O-U. There's a sneaky L in should. There is. I've been learning is. a lot about spelling from my eight-year-old daughter. Shooting <laughs> all over one's business. Rachel, mm-hmm. how long have you been uh, coaching photographers? Since 2016. Okay, yeah, 2016. So wait, about eight years, Baker's Dozen. Mm-hmm. Something like that? No. Eight years. <laughs> Eight years, right? 2016, four, f- oh, shoot, no, six. that's six. <laughs> okay. Six I didn't years. even try to do the math. I just gave you the year because I don't math. Uh, no, it's good. It's good. You made me do the math. Yeah, so six years. Yeah, <laughs> I've been at this, I think, about probably about like eight years or so. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something that I'm guilty of, especially mm-hmm. early on. Uh, when, when I say shooting all over people's businesses, when I first started coaching, I thought like, this is the way 
that it's got to be done. If you want success, then you do it this way. Mm-hmm. You ought to. You should do X, Y, Z. Super but guilty of that. I think all educators are in the beginning because it's an easy way to fabricate expertise. Mm. Like if you sound really confident in what you're saying, you should do this. You have to do this. Yeah. You're instantly going to paint yourself as somebody who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. That makes sense. And you, and you can sell the thing then, right? It's like you get to mm-hmm. push like the need, you create the, the, the desire for this thing that only you know how to do. And photographers should do it. What are some of the things that we hear in the industry these days that like everyone ought to, everyone, you should do and if you're not doing it then you're doing it wrong you know what i mean Mm -hmm. what are some of the big ones well last week on the podcast i said you should have three collections oh yeah that's wrong yeah i mean you can (laughs) i mean you can yeah Yeah. actually i i'm doing this whole uh this whole big event in my mastermind group right now called the one uh 1k a day challenge i'm helping photographers get 1k each day in their business for three days and, um, and that's actually one of the very first things I addressed day one was all about your pricing strategy and how most photographers, they, they stop at the strategy of three collections. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I addressed kind of that idea. It's like, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. What, what, mm-hmm. what else? So offering print is a big one, right? Big uh, one. And, and listen, all the print photographers, they get, they get off on this for lack of better words. They love it. They love telling everyone that they should sell print and IPS mm-hmm. is the only way. And, but then just as much, all of the other photographers who don't do IPS, like non IPS photographers, they're yes. like over in the corners. So I'll be like, nah, you shouldn't sell print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you can find any information or people on the internet to support your belief system. Yeah. Like it's out there. Yeah. And it really, like we've discussed many times is just about the goals that you're setting for yourself. Yeah. And if you don't want to be meeting face to face with people for an hour and a half during a reveal, then you probably shouldn't sell print. Yeah. Yeah. You should do reels. This is a big one. You should Mm -hmm. only have one niche. Maybe. Yes. I'm guilty of that one. I still tell people that all the time. Well, it's good advice. Yes. (laughs) If their goal is to what? Exactly. If the goal is to make the most money, the most amount of money possible in the fastest amount of time. Yes. Playing on easy mode. Then that's Mm -hmm. a, that's a, that's a good one. You should run Facebook. Listen, there's so many things you should do. So you, you started getting into something kind of interesting here. Which is like you're saying, well, you, you might, you should, it, relative to your goals. Mm-hmm. I want to step back maybe one or two steps further um, than even goals. I think that, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the order that I should take this. Let's actually go the furthest way out. And okay. I think there's a lot of times that we we've been told that we should do something or to the point that maybe we tell ourselves that we should do it or we're right. If we do it this way or wrong or they're right or they're wrong. And we kind of get it wrapped up into this whole, like, um, good, bad, Mm -hmm. right? Like broken, um, fixed, like all of these kind of languages that, um, it, it makes sense why we do it because it helps us. If I'm trying to solve something, it helps me to polarize myself. But, but I, I think that for the individual photographer, someone who's not like peddling something, I think it's, um, it gets really destructive, right? We, there's a lot of shame that gets built into it once things are right or wrong or good or bad or, you know what I mean? 
And well, it's black and white. And when you're black and white, you're giving people an absolute to cling mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And then if that absolute doesn't work out in the way you said that it would, it crumbles everything else yeah. for them. So when it comes to business, we live in the gray, you know, there's a million ways to do things. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you have seven different people telling you that this is the way to do something and it's all different, it gets really complicated to know which direction to go in. And it removes your sense of choice or your um, freedom to make choices on your own and listen to your own gut instinct. Yeah. And well, and then, then the, we are out there then beating ourselves up thinking that we're the problem. So not, yes. it's not just like, well, I should do this, man, man, I really should do print. I really should do, uh, uh, uh reels. I really should, you know, have a certain amount of collections and, and, but now I'm not. And so like, I'm, I'm bad. Mm-hmm. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. wrong. I'm not worthy. I'm not professional, right? Like all of the shooting it, like it takes ourselves down. Mm-hmm. And this it puts all I say, the like, responsibility on you and yes. not on the the element of whatever you're trying to do in your business to move it forward. Yeah. So I wanted to start with this because I want to suggest to you, this is a, you don't have to believe me listeners right now. I'm going to suggest something to you that um, when it comes to these decisions, that there's none that are right or wrong. There's none that are more bad than another or more right than another. There's none that are going to make you unprofessional professional. Um, it's like, well, maybe professional could, we could get into that, but it starts <laughs> like the good or bad part, right? Where the shame lives. It's like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, I'm doing things wrong. Um, I'm going to suggest that none of the decisions uh, are right or wrong or are good or bad. They are merely choices that either get you closer to what you say you want or farther away from what you say you want. It doesn't have to be good or bad, but we got to know what we want. Mm-hmm. We have to totally. have our aim. And then from there, man, maybe not offering print is a really great move, a good decision for me based on what I say that I want in my life. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to pull away all of the kind of like, what would you call it? The, these choices, they get injected with, I don't know if it's like a, a superiority, uh, almost like a, not, it's not morality, but like the sense of like right, wrong, good, bad. You know what I mean? Like the, we, we, they get injected with all of this extra baggage mm-hmm. and they don't have mm-hmm. to be any of that. It can merely just be, here's a choice and it's going to get right. me further to the thing that I say that I want or, or further towards it or, or further away from it. Totally. And not only that, I think this is something that has really helped me in my personal life. And I use it in my business life a lot, just constantly telling myself that there are so few choices in life that are permanent. Yes. Like you can make a choice in your business and change your mind. You can say, you know what? That's not working. I'm not going to spend money there or time there anymore because it's my goals have changed. What I want has Mm -hmm. changed. And so I'm going to pivot accordingly. You, no one's watching you that closely. Like just let yourself be flexible and let yourself change your mind about what you're doing or what you're trying to achieve. That's okay. Your life is constantly evolving. It is a living, breathing thing. So let your goals and how you get there kind of shift along with it. Yes. It's all can be an experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I just moved to Florida here like what, five, six months ago. Before yeah. Everyone I've like, everyone I talked to, they're like, oh, man, why'd you move? My answer, uh, they're always, they, no one said, they're all speechless when I give them the answer. I, I just said, I just wanted to try something. Just wanted to try it. Exactly. It was just an experiment. 
It was just like, and, I don't know, I could. Yes. There was no reason. Lo, lo, yes. Rachel, there was no reason. We were just yeah. like, I don't know. Well, do you want to try something new? And yeah. then my wife was like, yeah, maybe. What if we don't like it? And I was like, oh, that's that's the best part. Yes. <laughs> then we can go somewhere else. Yes. You know? So we did that. We moved to Pennsylvania, where I'm from. We were in Denver for eight years. Moved to Pennsylvania for two. First year was amazing. Second year was COVID in Center City, Philadelphia with two small babies and a big dog. And we were like, this is terrible. Yeah. So we moved back to Denver. Yeah. It was permanent. So when I say my personal life, that's an example there. But for me, I was trying to make doing photography and doing copy both equal in my business. I wanted them to be two really strong sides of my business. And then COVID happened and it was like, you know what? It's copy now. Like, this is what I do. And this is all that I do. I change my mind all the time. And not only do I need to, to pivot to whatever my life demands, but it also is what keeps things interesting. Like you're talking about, you moved to Florida just to try it, just to experiment. Life is so much more fun and business is so much more fun. If you let yourself just say, what if I tried this? Yeah. You know, it, it, it doesn't have to be long-term even. It can just be once. And it, and it keeps you like, seeking out change like change mm -hmm. is coming it's either going to punch you in the neck or you <laughs> could go and like seek it out yourself like, oh, get used to it like like um get comfortable testing and learning and experimenting and changing mm -hmm. and 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 um and being wrong and then like being okay with that and be like okay mm -hmm. it doesn't what if i'm not wrong what if i was just like oh i guess i'm gonna choose something else um this goes back to like the right wrong good bad totally so i think then in order to decide whether or not a choice is getting us closer to the things that we say we want. I, I word it that way very particularly, by the way. And we yeah. can unpack that another time. <laughs> yes, that's uh, a whole other podcast People episode. say they want a lot yeah. of things. And I'm mm -hmm. like, but do you? <laughs> mm -hmm. I digress. Um, in order to determine whether or not the choices we're making are getting us closer to the things that we say we want, so we can choose to do them or not do them, then we first need to not have goals. We first need to have an aim, a vision, like out in the distance, there is a light that we are moving towards mm -hmm. and it's a future worth having. Our aim is set there. And in order to get to that place, then that's made up with a bunch of goals, right? That are going to mm -hmm. move us in that direction. But as long as we're heading in that direction. So um, I think this is something that most photographers, I, I just don't know if they're clear on. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that aim is like far and um, kind of ethereal. Yeah. Like there's, there's, it's like a feeling more than it is an outcome. And when you're talking about setting goals and stepping back, the further you step back, the more tactical those steps become, yeah. like the more practical they are. Like, let's say the big ethereal feeling you're reaching for is only shooting 10 weddings a year and, you know, or feeling like you have your freedom back in your life. So you're not working as much. Maybe it's not even as specific as how many weddings, but like the feeling that you want when you think about your business and your life. And then as you step back, you start to see the steps it's going to take to get there until you get to where you are presently. And then you can see just the one choice you can make today mm -hmm. that gets you closer to that. Yeah. When I think about vision, a lot of times I like to start with, cause it's like, what's the difference in vision and goal? Like I like to start with the, the bigger, deeper question, uh, which is like, who, who do I want to be? 
not mm-hmm. what do I want to do? And, but like, who do I want to be known as? Who do I want to be? Do I want to be a great father? Do I want to be someone that people, um, trust? Do mm-hmm. I want to be full of energy and life? Do I like, who do I want to be? Um, and starting with that, uh, in terms of like the, the, different domains in my life. Who do I want to be in uh, my marriage? Who do I want to be as a father? Who do I want to be as a business owner? Who do I want to be in relationship to my own health, to myself? Right. Mm -hmm. And if I start writing those things down, then I can begin to back up and and reverse engineer. Okay. So then what would I need to do? Well, what would I do in my business? Like someone like that, someone who told the truth, someone who had a a beautiful, like intimate relationship with their wife, even after 40 years, someone Mm -hmm. whose kids still talk to them, when they're mm-hmm. 16, you know, like who, who would that person um, be? And then what, what kind of person like that, what would they be doing? What would they be right. doing in these different areas of life? And With their seven year old. <laughs> yeah. You could begin to step, you can keep stepping this stuff back mm-hmm. and, and then you can begin to make decisions down to the granular level of your business uh, of whether or not, okay, is this going to get me closer to that or, or further away from that? And then you don't have to, you don't have to make, like, it doesn't have to mean anything when you get it wrong. Right. Like maybe right, you try right. out print. And you're like, well, <laughs> shit, that, that was not what I really I wanted to this. do. Yeah, I hate this. So thank you. I think we are so phenomenal at adding meaning to things. Like oh telling gosh, ourselves yes. a story about ourselves. Yeah. Because something didn't work out. Like it doesn't have to mean anything about you. That like print really right. didn't work and people didn't like to buy it. Right. And you didn't like to sell it. That can just be, okay, cool. That happened. And you know why this is a this is a tangent, okay. but it's one I'm passionate about. I think we do this because in the world of social media, we give meaning to every little thing for content's sake. Like people are posting about their daily lives and they're trying to assign meaning to every little thing that happens in their life, like a target run, hmm. which is fine. Sometimes you can find meaning there, but it's it's we're so used to being perceived publicly that we assume everyone is watching our every step. So if we tried print and hated it, everyone that follows us on Instagram now knows that we failed. And then that's why we're assigning meaning to it. And no one is watching. Like, I can't tell you how many times you have to say the same thing for them to even listen to one thing that you say. So let alone them watching your every move in business. And And if somebody's watching that hard, they either love you or they hate you and you're not changing their mind. So and I have a lot of people watching and like no one's watching at the same time. I could could disappear off of the face of the earth. And you know what would happen? There would be like. Uh, you know, maybe there are a couple of emails in my inbox being like, Hey man, I haven't seen a new episode of the podcast lately. What's up? Or like, you know, maybe a year from now there'd be like you and like someone else in the photography industry would be like singing, sitting down at Subway, sandwich shop, you know, and like someone (laughs) would say to you, Rachel, be at Subway. Well, you don't know, maybe in a year you would. And someone's, (laughs) someone's like, Hey, do you remember Ben Harley? I wonder what ever happened to him. And you'd be like, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. And like, that would be it. And I find that so freeing actually. I love that fact. Yes. Yeah. The more you can embrace that no one, everyone loves you who's paying attention that closely and no one really cares what you do, the more you get to have fun, the more fun business becomes and the more fun you're having typically the more money you're making. Yeah. So educators who are listening to this, my, my, my tip, my feedback, and I'm talking to myself as I share this, by the way. And me. Yeah. You too, Rach. Diagnose before Coach prescribe. Me. There's a diagnose. I'll say it again. Diagnose before we prescribe. There, there's Love a that. lot of great 
tips. Like I have so many phenomenal strategies to give mm-hmm. photographers, portrait photographers, wedding photographers who are wanting to make more money. They're wanting to shoot less. They're wanting to like, there's so many things, but before I can tell you that this is the right thing for you, we've, we, we got to diagnose like, man, what is it that you want? What is your aim? What's the goal? Mm-hmm. And then I can prescribe. Here's a great solution for you. Totally. It's like giving someone medicine without knowing why they're sick. Yep. Like it doesn't make any sense and you could make, make it worse, oh, yeah. you know, with the advice that you're giving. Yep. So just be careful educators, including Rachel Griman. Don't write should have to must need all the time in yeah. what you're communicating to people. Yeah. Or maybe you do. Just depends if it's getting you closer to your goal or not. <laughs> you know, like actually, that's the beautiful thing about this whole thing. Like, maybe mm-hmm. the goal is to polarize. Maybe the goal is to elevate this one thing, right. this component. You know, it's like, again, we we just did full circle, man. This is so fun. Yeah, we did. Hey, that was on purpose, everyone. I love it. Podcast listeners, I'm about to go uh, climb up a ladder, ascend to my rooftop, and finish hanging some lights. Rachel, what are you going to do in that? What are you up to? What are you going to be doing next? I am going to go snuggle, baby. Yeah, go snuggle that, baby. way better. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the show. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Until then, keep showing up. And be kind to yourself. I was waiting for it. And be kind <laughs> to yourself. Bye, team. <laughs>